the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. And, you know, they have that little disclaimer at the beginning of every hour. It said this is paid programming and all that kind of stuff. That doesn't really apply to me because I have nothing to sell you. I don't thump my chest and tell you my shop's the best shop in the whole valley or the state of Arizona. As a matter of fact, most of you don't even know the name of my shop because I try to avoid that. I'm not selling you real estate. I'm not selling you jewelry. I'm not selling you something that's going to clean out your colon. I'm not, I'm not selling you investment advice. I'm not telling you that I can buy your car cheaper than everybody else in the whole world. None of that applies. They still play that, and it's okay with me. But I just want to remind you I have nothing to sell you. I'm doing my best to give you advice. It's also important to understand... Um, I started in a gas station at Ken's Broadway Shell, Broadway and Priest, when I was at Tempe High School in 1968. And then in 1979, I, oh, as a policeman, after I graduated high school from 72 to 79, almost 80, then I opened up a mobile station in Ahwatukee, and then we went to Guadalupe McClintock for six bay, and now we're in a 20-bay shop in Tempe. The idea is, is I've been a master tech for a very long time. We've, sur- we've repaired lots of cars, and I know right from wrong. I'm just able to hide behind my mask <laughs> because I can talk frankly and I think people appreciate that. And every once in a while I'll offend somebody, but the fix on the offense is I'm sorry. You know, I'm just sorry. Action Auto Repairs up at I-17 in Deer Valley. He's been around a long time, since 1983, and I've known Tom since 1983. So if you're looking for a good shop at I-17 in Deer Valley or five, six miles all the way around it, and you don't already have a good shop, or maybe you want to compare one shop to the other, then I'd like to suggest Action Auto Repair, northwest corner, I-17 and Deer Valley in Phoenix. And he served the particular area of Deer Valley in North Phoenix for a very long time. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960 if you have a car question or a car problem. One of the things that you want to try to avoid is... is when you take your car into an auto parts store and that three-whiskered kid comes out to plug his little cigarette pack into your car, you're not going to get anything except a sales pitch based on what he thinks is wrong with your car. And I want to tell you that the success rate of that is not even close to 40%. And here's why. We have codes, and they read the codes, and then they look at the sheet, and the sheet says, this is an oxygen sensor, blah, 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 blah. And they go, well, you have four oxygen sensors, and I can't really tell which one it is, so um, how about I just sell you four, and you install all four? It's It's my belief that this is a sales tool to sell lots of parts. 
I want to tell you that half the time we have an O2 sensor, oxygen sensor problem, it's not the oxygen sensor. We can have a plugged up fuel filter that causes an oxygen sensor code. There's a big difference in the replacement of the code of the fuel filter and a lot of other stuff. The idea is, is that the code and the name behind the code is rarely uh, going to match. It's, it's, it's just a lottery system unless you do the checkout. For instance, if the fuel filter's plugged up, then we take the car out on the road and we can't get it. The, co the oxygen sensor is supposed to say lean, which means I don't have enough fuel, and rich, which means I have too much fuel. So you plug in a scanner. Now, this is a scanner that costs thousands of dollars as opposed to that little cigarette package that he uses to plug in underneath your dash. So we drive the down the road, and we should expect that let's just pretend for sake of argument that we have a 1 through 5 voltage range. So we want the O2 sensor to dance around the middle. If we throttle up hard, it should go to the rich side, a little too much fuel. And if we're going down a hill and we back off the throttle, it should go to the lean side. But this is at the blink of an eye. So you can look at the overall averages and stuff, but it's very fast. So you go drive the car, and no matter what, it's sitting there at one volt. The oxygen sensor's asleep going one volt, one volt, one volt. So that's a lean condition. So you artificially inseminate the motor with propane, and all of a sudden the oxygen sensor comes back. And all of a sudden it's dancing around 2.5, a little high, a little low, and in the blink of an eye. So you go, okay, I have a substandard fuel delivery. You pull out the fuel filter, you put it to your lips, you blow through it. You remember how Louis Armstrong used to blow his trumpet and his cheeks would blow up into the size of tennis balls? That's exactly what a technician looks like when he's blowing on a fuel filter <laughs> that's plugged up. There's some prima donnas that would never put their lips on a fuel filter, but there's a hell of a lot more of us that have and continued. Because if you have an old one and a new one, you blow through the old one, it, and you can't do nothing. You blow through the, the new one, and it's like blowing through a straw. We're done. We're done. That's all there is to it. The code simply says that the problem is in Ohio, and you have to figure out what city, what street, what house number. That's what it's all about. The diagnostic process of the code is tracking it backwards. It's not uncommon for us, us to have a code work, and I'll, I'll say it this way. Maybe 10% of the time we have a bad electrical connection or we have a vacuum leak somewhere. 10% of the time. So plugging in a vacuum line, it's not uncommon for us to charge $80 to find the vacuum line and then a dollar and a half to plug it in. That's the way it is. So it's really a matter, and, the, and when you have the troubleshooting and you have the diagnostic cost and then you have this needs to be done, you always ask for your old part back. You always do. And they'll tell them to put it in the original box, wrap it with some tissue or wrap it with a shop towel or wrap it with newspaper, put it in the trunk. You don't want it to smell up the car. But you need the old part, and here's why. You just spent $400, and the light comes back on. You go to a different auto parts store. The three-whiskered kid goes, oh, you have a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And you already know that the first time was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And actually codes are a PO or something like that with two-digit numbers, PO 87. Who cares? So you go back to the first shop, and you say to them, you were supposed to fix this code, and the code came back virtually immediately. So here's my old part. Let's just reinstall my own part. 
and you give me credit for that part and give me credit for the diagnosis and we'll just start all over again. You're going to find out what kind of shop you're dealing with when you say that. And the reason I bring that to your attention is, is I preach it to my customers. We put the old part in the car, and we have at least 10 to 15% of our customers that get mad at us over that. Now, we're not going to put a fuel filter in your car. We're not going to do something that's going to stink up your car. We're going to put your filthy, dirty um, cabin filter in the box, and we're going to tell you, go home, stand over the trash can, and open the box, and you'll see that there's 47 pounds of dirt in your in your filter, and that's the reason why you had substandard da-da-da-da-da. So... Most of us give it, if we do a motor mount, there's no smell to a motor mount. Put it in the box and give it to you. Anything we do, a fan clutch, um, a map sensor, an oxygen sensor, a, um, I'm just thinking of dance around the fuel system, or spark. A spark plug, a wire, a coil. Just ask for your old parts back. Now, there's two reasons why the shop should ask for their old parts back. No. <laughs> Number one, it reduces his trash bill, and I'm making a joke about that. And and number two, it really instills confidence. Here's your old part back. If you want to go have it tested, I know that we can test just about every part you have in your hand. It's pretty easy. We understand what they're supposed to do. We understand what they're supposed to say. We understand everything. I'll give you an example. The mass airflow sensor measures the amount of air that is being inhaled by your engine. Now, as you, and every, let's pretend it's still that 1 to 5 volt. So at idle, the voltage should be kind of 1. If you take it out and drive it, and you give it to your 16-year-old kid, and he decides that he wants to do something stupid like drag race somebody, when his foot's on the floor, it'll be 5. 1 and 5. It's that simple. I make it sound simple, but it's it's really not, but I'm just using generalities. So with the mass airflow sensor, it's really easy to check it out. And sometimes the hose that connects the mass airflow sensor to the mouth of the engine, it's old and it's brittle and it opens and they have folds in the hose. So you'll have a big crack. Now we have unmetered air being inhaled by the engine. So the engine says that, or the mass airflow sensor says that um, I'm sending 13 on a 20 scale of air to the motor, but in reality the motor's getting 15. So we have a disconnect there because we have two different numbers. So we look at the hose that connects the mass airflow sensor to the mouth of the engine. and Now, you go and you fill that up with duct tape (laughs) and you clear the code and you go drive it and voila, the numbers are okay. So then you call the customer and bid a hose. You don't leave the duct tape on there because underneath hood temperatures will typically just wipe the duct tape off. So that's kind of how it works. That's what's behind the scenes. And I can tell you that 30 to 40% of the shops in the Valley are really good at what they do. I can tell you that 20% of the shops in the Valley have decided to go from transmissions to check engine lights. And that's like a doctor who's a chiropractor decides to go into brain surgery or the other way around. A guy that's a brain surgeon decides to go into transmissions. It's just craziness to think that they're qualified to do this without any certification on the wall or anything like that at all. So you got those kinds of dynamics. The older the shop and the longer it's been run by the same management team, whether it's husband or wife or whatever, 
and you look at their reviews, you'll find good shops that way. You'll find good shops where the people truly, their customers truly love them. And you'll see all kinds of reviews like, I've been doing business with him for 15 years, and he's never let me down. And there's a five-star review. But I want to tell you, just like everybody else, I have reviews that are bad. And the one that I can think of is two guys. Guy number one buys two Corvettes. Guy number two is kind of way over here. So we think we're going to deal with guy number one, and we're going to bring these Corvettes from the graveyard up to where they're dependable automobiles. It gets ugly because we have two masters. So the first guy says, talk to me about it. Here's your symptom. You said, here's the repair, and this is what we're going to do. The second guy's on the Internet talking to all the people on the Internet, and he's the problem. So this turns into a really ugly situation, and ultimately the engine fails in one of these these Corvettes. Folks, we don't have a crystal ball. We can't tell you when the tire's going to blow out or the belts blow off your car or when your timing belt's going to let go or when your fuel pump quits working in the, in the tank. We can't do that. If we had a crystal ball, we'd be in Las Vegas. We wouldn't be working on cars. So I admit that I've got some problems not a lot, but I've had some bad reviews. We had a lady who was mad because her air conditioning compressor wasn't still in warranty. And I think the thing she said that really wound up my underwear was, is I'm a single mother. As if that was the magic word that I should cave in. Well, one of my my daughters is a single mother, so I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like that conversation at all. So nevertheless, 602-508-0960, the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques so your repairs meet or exceed industry standards our technicians are truly part of our family we are very capable of fixing your car we pull off damaged parts we pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be then we install the new parts we align both the front and rear end then your car is back to the way it was when new our customers come from all over the valley i'm greg may remember it's your vehicle you pick the shop not the insurance company Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Are you the type who's got little time for talk but still wants to be plugged in? Wants the nickel tour by someone in the know? Wants the bottom line at the top of the page and at the top of the hour? I'm Terry Gilbert. Each day I write and deliver Terry's Take on the Topics, a digestible version of the issues of the day, every morning at 7.04 a.m., every evening at 6.04 p.m. Get a fresh take every day on air, past takes every day online. 7.04 a.m., 6.04 p.m., and more than 500 takes at 960 The Patriot. Terry's Take is sponsored by Modern Round, Upscale Lounge, and Eatery. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is a central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. 
Now, 45 years later, comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true, breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rhys Davis. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code PHOENIX. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code PHOENIX. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Patriot app tip number six. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more, all on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. So it's 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. There's four lines available. If you want to jump in, you can. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question. This is something, and Mark, I'm going to get to you in just a second. This is something that just really upsets me. I saw a work order the other day that this is what the shop wrote. It was $600 worth of work. Your battery cables are showing signs of corrosion. Oh, you have no idea how that made me feel. Then they said, it appears you have a leak at the upper radiator hose. And I'm thinking to myself, why don't you guys just put a wrench or a screwdriver or a nut driver on that clamp and tighten it up? Why don't you just do that? Why don't you pressure test the cooling system? The cap says it's 14-pound capability, so you pressure test it at 15. You see, oh, yeah, it's leaking. You put a clamp, you tighten up the clamp, and it stops leaking. Come on. Then it says, based on time, you need a complete front-end rebuild. Well, how convenient is that? Here's the the key. When you need a front-end rebuild, you're going to have some tire wear and some clunking going on underneath. That's all there is to it. Those are the two symptoms that suggest and that say clearly that you need some front-end work done. Abnormal tire wear and clunking when you take off or when you stop. And everybody can say, I could say that to 99% of the cars that come in, your battery cables show signs of corrosion. That's just, that's an easy way to clip you for 40 to $80 because we're going to clean your battery. Corrosion is just part of owning a car and a battery. And unless it ain't starting, then you don't really need to worry about it. Unless it, it looks like a big white piece of marshmallow over the top of your battery cables, then yes. But when you use fancy words like appears, those are words just to keep you away from the Attorney General's office, the fraud division. That's all that is. Mark, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, Mark, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, this is... Uh... This is a call to basically uh, give you the ultimate compliment. I don't know diddly squat about cars and never really wanted to, other than to know it was going to get me from A to B, and it does. Um, but I got to tell you, I listen to you every Saturday, almost your whole show, at least every opportunity I get, because I love listening to your diagnoses on all these various 
things that come up, and I'm amazed at at your ability. I mean, you know, multiple years of doing it, but it, it blows me away how you can diagnose basically any problem that most callers give you a buzz about. And uh, I just wanted you to know that it's incredibly entertaining and ultimate respect for what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Let me just comment on that. You'll notice that when we have callers, it's kind of give and take. I ask questions, and they answer me, and there's always yes, no, or I don't know. Right. That's the easy part. You also know that I'm not interested on what the the technician on Google says or what you found from your next-door neighbor because they've diagnosed it, and they had the car in front of them, and they're going to be wrong more than they're going to be right. It really has to do with that, and here's what it really is a derivative of. I started in 1988 on the radio, and it became very apparent that this isn't TV, so you better draw a picture with your mouth. And yeah, I've, yeah. I've learned how to do that um, really well, uh, except to my wife, and she complains that um, I didn't get from, you know, I didn't get what you said from what you said. And um, and then I, I have to sit her down and talk about the oxygen sensor and the air filters. Sure. Exactly. But anyway, thank you for your compliment. I, I actually wrote it down that your compliment came at 5947. And uh, and the reason I do that is because I'm going to tape your con- our conversation and give it to my wife and tell her that some <laughs> other Mark appreciates um, my go. ability to explain. And, you know, not That's too exactly. long ago, she, she had a, a problem with her car. And um, I said, I want you just to manually shift it. And she did. And then she, I said, okay, now just shut the key off, wave a dead chicken around your head, honk the horn twice, and that's when she uses bad words. And then uh, I said, yeah. okay, just drive it home, but just leave it in drive. And, yeah, it was fine. And it was the selector switch. And so as she ratcheted up her shift, I said, take the shifter, push the button, and go park low, park low, roughhouse it. And that fixed it for a while. But, yeah, as long as I can have that two-way conversation, it means a lot. Now, before you hang up, do you know me? Are you my brother? Um, or... no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've never met. I do not know you. It was a okay. compliment. All righty. Well, thank you for that. You made my whole day. Yeah. Thank you. Thank right, you man, very have much. Have a good one. Uh-huh. Action Auto. Oh, no, not Action. I already talked to you about Action. Auto Dynamics is in Sun City. Auto Dynamics has been around since 1982. If you're looking for a good shop, a great shop, an honest shop in Sun City. Then Auto Dynamics is on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. And who might that be, Gil? Uh, that's Richard. Richard, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. Um, I got a 19, uh, 2016 Kia Sorento. Okay. Uh, four-cylinder. Okay. I, I'm getting hesitations when I step on the gas. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Especially I'm going up on ramp, it's, it's a little more. Took it my mechanic. Uh, he said the pressure on the fuel pump was normal. He found four foul spark plugs, which were put in 20,000 miles ago, which is kind of strange. Uh, it ran all right for a couple of days, then the same problem came out again. He pulled the plugs. They were not, uh, there was nothing wrong with the plugs again. So I'm kind of stumped. Okay. You're not the only one that. There's three can of us. Can the fuel pump go, go off and on? Can the pressure change under certain circumstances of the fuel pump? Let's change. Let me change your question. Mark, what are the symptoms of a fuel pump failure that's in the fuel tank? And I say, well, first of all, mileage. So, Richard, how many miles are on your Sorento? 100, 
When you have a fuel pump, it typically, on a 1 to 10 scale, is only capable of a 3 or a 4 in pressure, which means we hear this. It's really hard to start in the morning cold, and I can't get past 49 miles an hour. So I can go 45, but if I push it to the floor and want to go 55, it won't go there. Well, that's substandard fuel flow. In addition to that, you're probably going to have an oxygen sensor screaming, I need more fuel because we've got a substandard pressure and delivery of the fuel. The spark plugs, that's what really is. <sighs> Having fouled spark plugs, that's just, I would fire a technician if he said that. I don't care about fouled. If you think they're fouled, are they fouled with brown? Are they fouled with oil? Are they are the electrodes wiped out? Have they been overheated and the porcelain is white as can be? Just having spark plugs fouled, what a wussy statement. Wouldn't it have been nice if you had walked out and handed you the old spark plug and the new spark plug and say, look, but you and I both know that the spark plugs didn't fix it. And probably if you had the fuel pump done, that didn't fix it either. So you have a hesitation. I'd be looking at the throttle position sensor. I'd be looking at vacuum leaks. I'd be looking at the EGR opening and closing. I'd be looking at a lot of that kind of stuff. But yeah. here's yeah, here's the only, here's the only option you got. You take it back to him and you look him in the eye and said, "I think we should start with a credit here because I paid you to fix this. I still have the problem, and between the two things that you did, I've got I'm three hundred dollars out of pocket, four hundred dollars, whatever you're at. Mm-hmm. And I I think you should st- and and that's a nice conversation to have. You'll figure out whether this guy likes you or not. But the idea is is. <sighs> Now, if those are the original spark plugs, 116,000 miles, I'd probably no. keep those. They're not? No, I had them changed at 90,000. <sighs> now I'm even madder. <sighs> I, You know, the, the other thing you can do, do you pay with a credit card? No. Okay, you should have. You always pay with a car repair with a credit card. You could give him an opportunity. Do you want to take a chance in fixing this right now without any agreement on money he says no you say fine you go get it fixed you, you say now the hesitation's gone you call your your credit card company and you say here's two and and stay right there we'll be right back did you know rain tree auto repair is ranked number one in the entire united states by mercedes-benz for their repairs andy val the dad and his sons tom and paul operate rain tree auto body in north scottsdale they've been around since 1972 sure they fix kias and hondas and chevys and fords but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the mercedes-benz Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. 
Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code PHOENIX to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com promo code PHOENIX. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like nowhere was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks, DAV. Now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. All about that demon automobile. It's after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're taking calls. And let me tell you real quick about Kurt's Auto Repair, I-17, and Bell Road. There isn't anything we've discussed today, last week's show, the week before show, that Kurt's couldn't have found and fixed. But I'll even go further than that. Larry Harker's Auto could have done it. Thompson's could have done it. Blackwell could have done it. Uh, Action could have done it. Auto Dynamics could have done it. And Kurtz could have done it. For the list of my best car repair shops, go to MarkSalem.com and click on Best Car Repair Shops. Let's go back to uh, Richard. Richard, did you get the old spark plugs back? No, I did not. He okay. said they were black. He said they were real black. Okay. Well, black would have caused the catalytic converter to, it's running rich. It's got more fuel than it deserves. So a catalytic converter will smell like rotten eggs because we're flooding the catalytic converter with fuel. Black would indicate that your wife drives it to the liquor store two blocks away and brings it back home. I'm going to guess that doesn't happen. No, um, no, if you, I, I, 
I, I drive it every day about 250 miles. I'm oh, Uber, my so. God. He should have known at 90,000, and you said it was something, uh, let me see what you said. It, it, it had 110. He should have known those spark plugs were brand new. He should have oh, known yeah. that. But And you know what? If you said to me, Mark, just give me a cuff, off the cuff, what's causing my hesitation? I'd say a lean condition. And a lean condition is the opposite of black, black spark plugs. Well, you know, another thing, the tailpipe has always been real black. And I've come up behind other cars, the same four-cylinder ones I can tell by the back of them. And they're not black like mine. Yeah. What, what would cause that? We don't, we don't care about that. That has nothing to do with fixing a car. Now, if you had an engine that was running raw fuel through it, then you would have never passed your emissions test the last two or three years. You would have never passed it. Well, the car's so new, I I don't even have to pass emissions. Okay. You don't have any check engine lights on, do you? No check engine lights. He says there's nothing. When he puts the computer on, he shows nothing. Okay. All right. I'm I'm just telling you, this is the worst of our industry. I'm not happy about this. You shouldn't be happy about this. You spend a bunch of money, and you're no closer to the repair than you were before. And and the idea but, that we're going to use that. Mark. Yeah. It may run for five hours perfect, and all of a sudden it starts doing it. That's fine. Yeah. You know. Okay, but he told you he's going to fix it, and he didn't. No, I, I know that. I, I'm okay. Uh, and, and, and if that's the case, then here, I'm going to tell you, um, you, you know, Richard, here's the deal. If it's an intermittent hesitation, you have two choices. I'll start guessing, or let's wait till it gets worse and easier to find, or three, let's wait till we get a check engine light. Maybe the check engine light will send me in the right direction. Right, okay. Well, but, it's pretty scary when you're making a left turn, all of a sudden this, the nose just dies on you, and you've and you got to kind of pump the throttle to get it going again. Okay. It could very well be that the throttle position. Now, the, the, only on one side of a turn, that's kind of confusing. This may not be a, an easy thing, but what you're hoping for is it's going to get worse and easier to find. Right. I understand that. So, And no check engine light means we're not pouring a bunch of fuel out of the tailpipe. And right. this is probably going to be something to do with the module or something like that that's shutting off all the cylinders. And then when you turn, the car leans to the left, and 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 and, the, and then the right comes up, and now we've got a bad connection, all that kind of stuff. But don't 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 go back there. He just I, I no. mean I'd go back there and ask him if if he still has the old spark plugs. But it doesn't it doesn't make sense that he he used the black spark plug as 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 something. That doesn't make sense. But anyway, Richard, thank you very much. Good luck to you. And uh, let me move on. Uh, Nathan, you're up next. Hey, Mark. Thanks. Um, I got a 15-year-old Chevy pickup truck, and the headliner fabric is starting to come away from the from the foam cushion. I was wondering what your thoughts were, the best way to get that back in shape. Um, what part of town are you in? Gilbert. Okay. I, I, would, I think top-notch is still opened in Mesa. His name was Ken. And he, we had him do, and we if he's still in business, we're still having him do all of our upholstery work and stuff like that. Um, hey. you, you would call, I would call a couple of upholstery shops, and my the conversation was down like this. I got an old Chevy pickup truck, and the headliner's starting to wrap around my head, and it's embarrassing because people think I can't see and stuff like that. So do you do headliners? And they're going to say yes or no. And you say, this is a pickup truck. This is a Chevy pickup truck with just two doors. It's not the extended cab, or it's got four doors, and it's the crew cab. So, And you give them a, a verbal description of it. And then can you tell me what the headliner would cost? 
then I'd call a dealer and I'd say, how much did you charge to put a headliner in it? Because some of them are cardboard and kind of easy to put in. So that's how I would work it out. I would call it, if the upholstery shop doesn't do headliners, then you say to the upholstery shop, if your wife had a pickup truck and the headliners come down, where would you call? Who would you use? And I don't have anybody out in Gilbert other than I want you to look up top top notch and tell Ken that I sent you. I don't get any bird dog fee or anything like that. I think he'll just treat you extra nice if he if he knows. And we've been friends for a long time. But if not, uh, body shop. And you can call Thompson's in Mesa and ask Brian, who would you use? Um, I don't even have anybody in my Tempe area I, that I know I would use. But I know that I could find it. I would call Paint and Body Shop and ask him who does it. Um, or I called somebody who sold automotive paint, and I would say to them, what shop in my gen- general area is really a good shop and does a good job and that might do headliners? And they may say, hey, call ABC Auto. So that's kind of how I... If you'll send me an email, mark at marksalem.com, I'll ask around for you. Thank you, Nathan. Thank okay. you very much. i got to take a break. And Don and Warren, you stay right there. We'll be back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Join Online Trading Academy for Retire Young, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 8 a.m. If you're one of the millions who lost wealth or income during the last market crash, tune in Saturdays at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 8 a.m. Learn to invest and trade like the pros. They teach the principles of how to build wealth and how to plan for a more secure retirement. And at OTA, they practice safe and responsible distancing. Listen to Retire Young Saturdays at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. The people in this movie share three things in common. They're courageous, they've had a life-changing experience, and they're black American conservatives. These are the voices of the movie. Uncle Tom. I don't remember the actual day, but I remember the emotion that I felt when it when it happened. I'm often asked, was there an epiphany? I started asking questions. As I became more politically aware. A lot of the way that I saw things began to change. All of this information I've been taking in for several years. A continuation of these kind of contradictions. I had bought into all of these lies. You begin to see what the real agenda is. This is the movie the leftist Democrats do not want you to see. These are the people they do not want you to hear. Their stories will shock you. Their journey will amaze you. Their courage will challenge you. Go to UncleTom.com. Buy it now on pay-per-view. UncleTom.com. Do you have the courage to discover the truth? Finally, here's the inside story of how the deep state went after President Trump in a new book entitled Above the Law. This is Matt Whitaker, former acting United States Attorney General. My new book, Above the Law, is a first-hand account of how former FBI Chief James Comey and top officials in the Justice Department worked against President Trump. In my book, I explain how the double standards were applied to President Trump and his allies by the mainstream media to achieve its goals. And you'll learn how the Mueller investigation was able to produce a massive report for the purpose of political subversion, in spite of the fact there was no evidence of wrongdoing by the president or his campaign. I also include my thoughts on how we ensure that this never happens again to another president or American citizen. It was an honor of a lifetime to serve this administration. In my book, you'll read why I encourage everyone to say yes to the call of public service. Get an up-close and personal perspective on Obamagate from inside the Justice Department. Read Above the Law, the eye-opening new book by Matthew Whitaker, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. 
My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Well, 43 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, we're going straight to the phones like we promised. And Don, you're up next. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, um... Question is, I took my S10, my fuel pump out on my S10, so I replaced the regulator and the fuel pump, right? Okay? Mm-hmm. Go through emissions. The guy goes, okay, you disconnected your computer. I disconnected the battery like we were supposed to. It wouldn't, it wouldn't pass because of drivability that it's used to? No, it no. It's the monitors hadn't been reset because you disconnected the battery. In the old days, we'd disconnect the battery, clear the memory on the computer, and we'd pass through emissions. Today, we can't do that because when you disconnect the battery, it wipes the memory. And we need to see that the monitors, and there's a lot of monitors, we need to see far left and far right and then where the monitor's at. So that's the reason why you failed. Yeah, so they gave me the, this long spiel. What do I do, just drive it normally? Yeah, yeah, just drive it normally. And, you know, you can stop by a garage. Is this Don the tow truck driver? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good, just, good, good, good. yeah that um, guy. <laughs> okay, just stop. Of all the shops you've got, just drive it and then, you know, put a hundred miles. See, here's the deal. In order to get rid of the monitors, and you think I'm joking, I'm going to tell you the truth. Start the car up when the temperature is between 80 and 82. Drive the car slowly for the first mile. Make a right turn, make a left turn, honk the horn, roll the windows down, roll them back up, shut it off and let it cool down for an hour. This is the kind of process. It takes two guys to clear the monitors, one to talk and one to drive. Go 15 yeah. miles an hour for three for three miles. Where are you going to go 15? And don't stop. Where are you going to go 15 miles an hour and never stop? Well, down on Queen Creek, you're there okay. after the Firebird. <laughs> okay. You know. Okay. But that's what what the I mean, what's going on. And we we everybody has a and the, the ability to plug in and go. Oh, all your monitors are reset. You go down, they plug into your computer, they don't even do the tailpipe test, boom, you're done. But that's what you have to yeah. do is reset the monitors. Uh, okay, now the next person. I was, that, up, uh, I was up your way yesterday, and I saw uh, on the 87, that's terrible looking. Terrible looking what? The, the fire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. terrible. No, I had to go to Chinley yesterday and do some recovery Okay. Yesterday. All righty. Listen, thanks, Don. All right. You're, you're on your own, Take buddy. Care. Thank you. Thank you. Warren, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, I've got a uh, Ford uh, Expedition. It's a 2010. Everything seems to uh, work good, but then you're just going down the road, it just stops. And you just have to restart it, and then you go on your way. It's kind of intermittent. There's no lights. There's no clue or anything that gives me... Uh, I, I just wondered... You know, your show's on, so I just figured, hey, give okay. me a call. See what you say. Let, let me ask you some questions. When the sure. when the engine dies, do you have any idea where the fuel tank might be, the level might be? Um, oh, it could 
you know, it could vary. You know, I look at it, you know, it's, I, I haven't really looked at it that much. Okay. Uh, I Does your wife drive I it? I not really answer it. Uh, I drive it. My wife drives it. Okay. Uh, but it's just like, it just cuts out. I know. I know. This is the give and take port. I don't care about that. Um, I'm going to ask you some questions to get closer. Does the, okay, the vehicle correct. typically go between quarter and half or half and three quarters, or do you do you run it three quarters to full? About. Uh, I'll fill it up, and then it gets down to empty, and then you fill it back up again. Okay. So I want you to pay attention to if the fuel gauge – the electric fuel pump is in the tank, okay? Right. And we need to cool it with gasoline. So if you're a high school kid and you're driving around and you're running off the bottom eighth of your tank – the fuel pump's not going to be cooled and lubricated by the gasoline in the tank. That's why I'm asking. So okay. if, if you're running gotcha. off it now, the second part of the question is, is when it dies, you probably put it in neutral and coast to the side of the road. Yes or no? Correct. Okay. When you go to start it, does it start immediately? Mm. Or do you have to crank it? It might take a second try. Okay, okay. This is what I want you to try. I want you, when that happens, pull off to the side of the road. I want you to put it in neutral. It's fine. Turn the key off. Count to five. Turn the key on all the way to the start crank position. Don't go into crank. So you're going to go one, two, three, four, five, and then you're going to turn it off. Then you're going to turn it back on, and you're going to count one, two, three, four, five. You're going to do that three times. And then you're going to say, Mark, it starts every time I do that. Well, we just primed the fuel pump, <laughs> and so it sure looks like a fuel pump, but we need to change the filter first, too. We need to put it to our lips and see if we can blow through it or if we can't. So, yes, this can be a fuel problem. If you find out that if you keep it three-quarters and north of that, then the problem is far less predominant. You still have a bad fuel pump. It's far less predominant because you're filling it up with fuel. We do more fuel pumps for the people at ASU than any place else because those kids run off the bottom eighth of their tank. So that's kind of why I'm asking you where the fuel is. But the second point is, is let's cycle the key three times, and then let's hit the key, and it starts right up. Then we've lost prime. So is it because of the pump? Is it because of the fuel uh, fuel pressure regulator? What's going on? How many miles are on your expedition? Uh, I think about 80,000. Okay. And have you owned it since it was new 20 years ago or 10 years ago? Uh, no, I think it was second. Okay. Okay. Second owner. Well, the other thing is if you have a garage that loves you, then um, it's not uncommon for us to uh, put a fuel pressure gauge and tape it to the outside of the windshields where the driver can see it and then run the hose underneath the crack of the hood and connect it to a port. And we say, hey, look, at we started up and it's at 45 pounds. I want to know if that changes. And then you write, you call back and you go, hey, when it dies, um, I notice that the gauge drops to 10. Well, we're, we're three quarters there. Now, we don't do that for free. We charge a rental, and then there's that gauge is also expensive, so if somebody cuts the hose and steals it from your windshield, you're going to have to buy us a new one. But oftentimes... Yeah, well, some, some, sometimes on your your guesswork, it's just easier without all the, the testing and everything, just replace the part and see if that works. You can do that if Not you want. Your case, success but, rate is about 25%. You know. I mean, 80,000 miles isn't something that's bothering me. I was hoping you'd say that it had 150,000, and I'd say oh, okay. the All pump's right. going to need it anyway. I mean, 150,000 miles is six times around the girth of the earth. 
So that's a long okay. way. But you you haven't even done three times. You, well, you've done just past three. It's 25,000 miles around the equator. You've done it three three times, three times plus. Right. So now, but if you can find a shop. Well, it's, it's, or if, it's, shorter to, it's shorter to just go through the earth. Well, you can do what you can do. I mean, but you're going to do the fuel <laughs> pump, and then you're going to do the fuel pressure regulator. Then you're, somebody's going to say it's the control module. Then there, somebody's going to say it's the ECM. And then somebody's going right. to say, what's well, the injector driver? What are you going to do then? After you have $3,000 worth of work and you still have the problem? This is a right. diagnostic. This is, this is a diagnosable problem. It, it really has to do with you. If we can train you what to do and what to look for, you'll save yourself $100 if you'll just try that cycle the key on three times. Okay. And so you say, hey, it starts every time I do that. We're we're halfway there. So anyway, thank you. Good luck to you, Warren. And Jerry, you're up next. Jerry, how can I help you? Hi, good morning. Thanks for taking the call. Love your show. Thank you. Uh, got a 85 Studio 7. It's been parked at my parents' house for I don't know how many years now quite a few and sold the house and I had to bring it home. So drove down to Tucson, picked it up, put it on one of those tow dollies from U-Haul and left it neutral, pulled off the side of the road once or twice, checked it out. Everything seemed fine. Right when I get home, getting ready to take it off the dolly, I noticed there's a bunch of transmission fluid. It looked like what happened is I don't, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden there's transmission fuel all over the bottom and it looks like it's leaking where the, um, uh, the drive shaft goes into the transmission, but yeah. I, I, I'm nervous. What do I do? Do I blow the transmission? I got to no. obviously get a battery and do some things to figure it out. But well, um, how how many inches were the front wheels off the ground on your tow dolly? Five, ten, fifteen inches? Oh, well, I don't know what they are. Maybe ten. Yeah. Okay. Maybe ten inches off the ground. Well, it doesn't like that because the fluid level is supposed to be below the seal, and now all of a sudden you lifted the front end up and you flooded the seal. So in, if I were my Jeep, I'd wash everything up, I'd put fresh gas in it, and I'd drive the heck out of it, and I'd park it someplace where I could watch to see if it's leaking. I'm betting you, I'm 85% sure it's not going to leak once you get the front wheels down on the ground. I'm 85% sure that you didn't wipe out the transmission, because if you wiped out well, the yeah, transmission... Yeah, that's where I thought it didn't make any sense, but I'd wipe yeah. out the transmission. It was in neutral. Yeah, well, I would have told you to put it in neutral on the shifter from the two-wheel drive to four-wheel drive. I would have had you disconnect the rear wheels at the transfer case. But even if, oh. is it a manual? Oh, it's got to be an automatic. So yeah, it doesn't no, make no. any difference. What? No, it's 85, CJ. I know, but is it an automatic or standard? Standard. Okay. It's a standard. Or stick shift. And it's coming out of the back of the transmission. Yeah, that's where it looks see- like it. Well, the transmission feeds the transfer case, and then the transfer case feeds the front differential and the rear differential. There's nothing forward of the of the uh, transmission. Nothing, no, no oil or anything other than just it, you know. Been okay, for a while, but you're going to have to have somebody look fresh. at it for you because I I can't make heads or tails. I I, I mean, um, yeah. we we have the transmission and it feeds the transfer case, which then transfers yeah. power. And the transfer case has two drive shafts. One goes forward, one goes back. So I'm trying to visualize the Jeep, but um, you, you know what? Just start it up, check the fluid levels yeah. in the transmission, and and uh, take it down and have somebody say, you know, would you check and tell me where the leak was at. I think, though, if it was dry when you picked it up and it's wet when you got the Phoenix, I think that the front wheels might have been too high. Okay. But I, I think the chances of you wiping out the transmission are kind of slim and none. Anyway, is good luck to any, you, Jerry. 
Is Go there ahead. any place in Phoenix that you like Jeep like for Jeeps? It's this is not a Jeep thing. This is a I well, mean this is yeah, it doesn't make any difference. It's this is not okay. a Jeep thing. What part of town do you live in? North Phoenix. Okay. Northeast, northwest. Uh northeast, one oh one okay. and fifty one. I take it over to Blackwell at fortieth Street and Greenray. Okay. And telling Mark Salem says you have about one prayer in hell of fixing this car. But he said that you would try. And he said that right. he said that if you can fix it, he'll buy lunch the next time we go to McDonald's. So Got I'm it. I'm sure Blackwell can help you with this. I appreciate it very much. Thank okay. you, sir. You betcha. You know, um I want to tell you ladies, we, we don't do too much about the ladies, but those of you that go up to Payson, those of you that go up to Pine Strawberry, those of you that go to Sholo, that you come up to the mountains, there is a, well, and I get in trouble for this, antique store, a vintage store, a collectible store, or a junk store. Anyway, it's called Fancy Finds. And as you go into Pine from Payson, and, pa- and Pine is probably 20 minutes north of Payson, as you go in Pine, and you're heading kind of up towards Strawberry. About halfway through the city on the right-hand side is a building called Fancy Finds. That's where my wife's at right now. (laughs) Wives love that place. And a couple of times I've had to go with her. It's just, it's wives and husbands, but wives just love it. So if you're into the vintage, the collectibles, the uh, old stuff, then... uh, Treat your wife and go to Pine and look at Fancy Finds. Or if you're passing through, look at Fancy Finds. Or if you go up towards Forest Lakes and you're going to go up to 260 up towards Heber, then it's 20 minutes in and 20 minutes out. So I get to do commercials for free because I pay for the hour. I do know that ladies like to, to, to go to those kinds of places. And I'm a I'm not exactly your normal spokesman for the junk shops. <laughs> And I, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for using junk, so the collectible shops. But the idea is is that my wife enjoys being there. She works a couple days a week there. She also has some stuff that she's had in the barn that she tightened up the legs and she did different stuff and painted stuff. And she also has some of her stuff there. But this is not an, an effort to get you to go up there and buy my wife's stuff. I'm just telling you ladies, just you ladies, that it's a pretty fun place, and it's very, very busy. So it's called Fancy Finds, and Renee or Sherry will be the two that you'll talk to. And um, and tell them that Mark Salem is going to send you a 50% uh, coupon, 50% off on your coupon. <laughs> and, and, and they're going to look at you with a, a look of disdain, and I don't care. So anyway, mark at marksalem.com is my email address. Mark at marksalem.com. Marksalem.com is my, e- is my website, marksalem.com. We have the frequent, frequently asked questions, and these are questions that have been asked numerous times over the last 20 years or more, actually 32 years. So there's also the list of best car repair shops, and there's lots of other car information. So marksalem.com. And there's lots of stuff that uh, you might find interesting. And the FAQs, more than anything else as well, is the list of the best car repair shops. So until then, my email address is mark at marksalem.com. If you have a question, I'll answer it personally. And put your phone number. So if I can call you, I will. 